Hi, this is Coach Colette, host of the Start Within podcast. In his eulogy for George Floyd, the Reverend Al Sharpton stated, God took the rejected stone and made him the cornerstone of a movement that's going to change the whole wide world. On this day of the one-year anniversary of the murder of George Floyd, I thought it would be fitting to focus today's segment for Mental Health Month on adapting after trauma. Census Bureau data shows that within one week after the murder of George Floyd, anxiety and depression among Black Americans shot to higher rates than experienced by any other racial or ethnic group, to 41% screening positive for at least one of those symptoms. What you also may not know is that anxiety and depression among Asian Americans also increased to 34% screening positive for at least one of those symptoms. So that represents roughly 1.4 million Black people and about 800,000 Asian people experiencing symptoms of anxiety or depression. Now, you may not have a personal connection to George Floyd or the countless other Black Americans who have been killed due to police violence. But the fact is that because it could have been you or someone you know, that's what leads to the additional stress and anxiety around these incidents, according to Erlinger Turner, author of Mental Health Among African Americans. So the present moment provides us with a way overdue opportunity for a reckoning for global mental health regarding structural racism and police violence. We can't just address the trauma, we need to address the causes of the trauma, which include the structural and systemic racism that have sparked these incidents. So for those of you who are listening, I do want to share some tips and suggestions to help you to move through and process trauma, be it from these collective experiences that I've described or from personal traumatic experiences in your life. And we can't ignore the fact that we are all also healing from the global pandemic. So some ideas include finding ways and times to process your thoughts. I know it can be tempting to suppress our thoughts and our feelings, but it is important to acknowledge what has happened, how it has impacted you, and really being honest with yourself first about these things. Next, it's really important not to compare your experience to others. Stress and anxiety are subjective. What stresses you out may not stress someone else and vice versa. 
So we all experience trauma differently. And no one person's trauma is worse than another person's trauma. So know that your feelings, your emotions, your experiences are valid. You want to take care of your mind and your body. If you are a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that I am a big fan of somatic healing, meaning those modalities that help you to release stress and anxiety, not just from your mind, but also from your body. So whether that is movement, walking, running, swimming, whether that is breath work, focusing on your breathing, or, you know, my favorite modality, which is EFT tapping, tapping on acupoints while you voice your emotions and your feelings to help your body to release the stress and anxiety. You also want to be aware of your sleep hygiene and noticing how your sleep rhythms are being impacted and finding ways to get to more relaxed states of mind, whether that be mindfulness, formal practices like meditation, or just informal ways of being present in the moment to allow yourself, particularly at the end of the day, to let go and release. Support networks are so important when it comes to adapting after trauma. I know very well, personally, how tempting it is to isolate yourself after trauma. You will feel more capable of processing and getting through your experiences when you allow yourself to find your support network and recognize that in these instances, the people that you may reach out to may be different than the folks that you might connect with in other instances. So that might be an informal support network of friends, family, or colleagues, or it might be a more formal support network like a peer group or a coach or a therapist. Remember that seeking help is a sign of strength and resilience. Give yourself grace. Give yourself the permission and the time to move through this. I know it can feel challenging. It's easy to get frustrated. You can have those moments where you think, I thought I was over this. Why is this coming up again? But really, trying to be patient with yourself and recognizing if you are holding yourself to unreasonable expectations or unreasonable standards. This is the time to dig deep and to recognize all that you have accomplished and acknowledge all of the ways that you have already begun to heal. And finally, know that it will take time. There is no standard timeline for healing. And even though we have a quick, fast-paced culture outside of yourself, know that there is no exact time frame. 
and you don't need to heal faster than the time it is taking right now. Every single step, every single action that you take to support your mental health and your resilience is a step in the right direction. Know that there might be setbacks, know that there might be challenges, yet everything that you are doing is moving you in the right direction. I hope that these ideas and suggestions are helpful for you. I want you to know that your mental health matters to me and your mental health matters to you. Thank you for tuning in for this Mental Health Month series. Let me know what you think and let me know how you are taking steps to move through trauma and claim your healing. Start within to finish strong. Do you wear your busy badge so proudly that you forget to take breaks or eat lunch? Hi, it's Coach Colette. I know we've all experienced a lot of stress, particularly in the past year. That's why it's crucial for you to proactively create opportunities for self-care and self-love. Want to see what it's like to commit to seven days of self-care and me time? Then get my new resource, Seven Days of Self-Care. It's an e-journal that can be a resource of inspiration and ideas to help you find new ways to care for yourself physically, mentally, and spiritually. As Audre Lorde says, self-care is not self-indulgent. It's an act of self-preservation. So go to gum.co forward slash self-care e-journal to claim your copy of this new resource. It will help you to be able to support yourself, find time for me time, and allow yourself permission to thrive. Go to gum.co forward slash self-care e-journal to claim your me time. <music>